Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's John Astronomy. Welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. Talking Metal number 586. I am here in Jersey City, and on the line is Mark Spriegel. Hey, man. How are you? Skyping it. Yeah, Skyping it. Yeah, the Skype thing works out well. Uh, John's able to do this from his place. I'm able to do that, do it from my place, and uh, it works out well. We definitely will soon do another one where we hang out at the bars and and do the in-person thing which is always yeah. yeah a lot of fun yeah and on the line wasn't really the right way to say that yeah, but, well, uh, you were on the video line right <laughs> right on and listen there's a, a couple things to talk about this this week but before we we get talking about the last in line uh album that features jimmy bain and vivian campbell vinnie apice and uh a few other things. Let's get into some music. Right now, a song that we once covered with with Eddie Ojeda and Corey Clark and I think Richard Christie. This is this is Paranoid covered by Megadeth. And uh, then again, we'll come back and, and talk some metal here on Talking Metal.
That was Paranoid, the Black Sabbath cover by Megadeth. Do you remember covering that song, John, many years yeah, ago? That yeah, that was a great, great day for Talking Metal because uh, Eddie Ojeda has been one of my favorite musicians uh, since I was in high school. Twisted Sister was one of my absolute favorite bands, still is. And even on my Berkeley application, I listed Twisted Sister as one of my top three bands. Right on, right on. And, and what a nice guy Eddie Ojeda is. We've had him back on the on, on Talking Metal uh, after that jam, which was probably, I guess, like 2007, 2008, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, we jammed with Richard Christie on drums, Eddie Ojeda on guitar, Corey Clark from uh, Warrior Soul fame on vocals. I was on bass, and you were on guitar too, right? Yep. Sound right? Yeah, yeah and that, that's up on our YouTube page, which is a great place to, to check out a lot of videos. Um, we're we're going to hopefully ramp that up again and get you guys some new content. But in the meantime, there's a lot of great old content on YouTube.com slash Talking Metal, including our cover of Paranoid. What you just heard here on the podcast was Megadeth's cover of Paranoid. And hey, John, I wanted to talk about a couple of the guys in Def Leppard. First, I wanted to mention Vivian Campbell, whose band, The Last in Line, Last in Line Band, just released their album, which is the last record Jimmy Bain will ever be heard on, as far as I know. And it's really, really good. Uh, so if you don't mind, I'd just like to share some of my thoughts yeah, about I'd the record. It. It's, it's called Heavy Crown. And again, the band is last in line, which is it's essentially the the classic Dio lineup that played on those you know first three records uh, as a unit. And uh, Andrew Freeman is the the vocalist. Yeah, so it's essentially that classic Dio Dio lineup um, on this record. And my 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 thoughts when I think back to those first three Dio records were, are just really strong uh, albums that were, were enormously important to me as as a teenager and as a kid. And I would imagine it's the same with you, John. I know you were a big fan of those, at least the first two records, right? Were you you a fan of Sacred Heart? You know what? I, I have to admit, I don't know as much about that record as I did about the first two, but um, I was definitely a fan of the first two. Which those two records, as far as history goes, are the ones that everyone looks back on so fond- fondly. Uh, of course, that same lineup was still part of the Sacred Heart record, which is a great, great record, just maybe not quite as good as the Last in Line and Holy Diver records. So, so what you get with this Last in Line band is some really, really great stuff. I mean, in... Jimmy Bain, the late Jimmy Bain, uh, the way he works with 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 Vinnie Appice and John, you're a drummer. I mean, you understand right. this that that the two of those guys together have such a great chemistry and such a distinct sound. And one thing I love about this new record, Last in Line, um, by Last in Line, again the actual album is is called uh, heavy crown but the one thing i love about it is to just hear those two guys playing together again and it just brings back memories of that early dio era sound and 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 i mean what makes certain drummers and bassists work so well together john is there is there something is it just a vibe it's what what happens is that the way the bass guitar plays is very similar to the way the drummer does the bass drum 
with his usually right foot if he's right-handed. Okay. And and then what happens is is that they after time develop they basically get in sync with each other. And and that basically that's something that just happens from experience with playing with each other. So I would think that Jimmy, you know, that that's something really cool that I haven't even really give, given a lot of thought to, but something that I would like to talk about is that Vinny and Jimmy really had a bond that maybe no one else had, and that right. was how they thought about playing these songs. And that might be one of the reasons that Vinny was very upset when some other people uh, spoke about uh Jimmy's uh, passing prematurely, I would right. say. Yeah, you know, because Vinny, I think, was very upset about that. Yeah, no, he was definitely, and uh, yeah, to just just what a great rhythm section, and and it's so great on this this last in line record, uh, Heavy Crown, to hear hear them back together, and so sad to think that this will be probably the last time we ever hear them Good together, song. unless there's some some tracks in the vault somewhere. And one of my favorite songs on the record is Star Maker. It's a great song. It's it's to me one of the most that is is Dio-esque. The lyrics even kind of have a, a Ronnie James Dio feel to them. And again, it's just that song has such that that great rhythm section sound from from Bane and Apathy and it's just such a, a, a fun listen. Uh, the record in general I really love. The one the one thing that I think is great is we get hints of Vivian, which I, I'm a big Def Leppard fan. I like what, what Vivian's done with Def Leppard. However, you forget what a unique sound and and feel and vibe he has on guitar. And I feel like sometimes that didn't shine so much in Def Leppard because they were more of a vocal song-based band. And Vivian will tell you the same thing, and he has said the same thing. But but we get, we get um, flavors of that Vivian Campbell guitar sound that made those first three Dio records so great. And it's so wonderful to hear that again from the, the, the solos to the, um, just the crunchy, heavy rhythms that he's doing on this record. I Am a Revolution is another great song. Again, the rhythm section just flying on this. There's a good solo break uh, that, that reminds me again of, of what an important part of, of, Dio's original sound on those original three records, Vivian was with his with his solos. Uh, uh, Curse the day is eh, that's an okay sound song, but it's to me one of the songs on the album that sounds nothing like Dio. Um, there's a song called Orange Glow, which has a nice little um, outro lead from from Viv, which is good. Heavy Heavy Crown, the title track, is not really very Dio sounding, but. Uh, a great hard rocking track, nonetheless. Um, you know, the three albums again that that, that Vivian did with Dio uh, had had nine songs each, and I do feel like the Last in Line record would have maybe even been a little more potent and 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 great if they would have kept it to nine songs. They they have a few more than that. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's it's a little long in my opinion, and my only other complaint is that there just isn't enough of Vivian's leads uh you know again one of the great great things about those those early dio records were was vivian campbell's solos and we get a little glimpse of of his great solos and 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 stuff on the on the last in line record but not enough in my opinion so 
I'm going with four out of five stars. Definitely a good record to check out. And if you're, you know, if you're down with the 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 kind of Dio sound, also check out that Resurrection Kings record, which is uh, Craig Goldie's new record, and also features Apathy on on drums. Do yourself a favor and check that one out too. So two good records out right now with elements of of the late great Ronnie James Dio's band, which uh, we're losing so many guys nowadays, you know, John? It's really sad, and unfortunately, people of a certain age are probably going to end up passing away, and I cannot accept that. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I can't accept it. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen when, when we're going to be faced with a lot of other greats, people that we grew up with, eventually passing away which is going to be yeah. terrible i mean it's going to keep it's going to keep going i do think there's been a flurry of it as of late but yeah. you know these these baby boomers who you know a lot of the the rock stars that we love are part of that baby boomer generation a lot of them aren't a lot of them are younger than that but but a lot of them are you know uh, they're they're hitting that age where the the first wave of them are going to start to die off. I mean, when you look at, you know, most people live anywhere from, you know, 69 years old to, you know, 90 years old or even 100 years old. So we're hitting that first wave. And unfortunately, uh, we're going to start to lose uh, more and more people as as we get older, the guys who were fans of, of, of their stuff back in the day. So... Uh, yeah, it's kind of okay. depressing. <laughs> I know, it totally is depressing. Uh, Mark, I want to touch on like a tangent uh, of what you were talking about, but why don't we, do you want to play something from Last in Line? Yeah, let's play, let's play this song, which I just think is great stuff. This is Star Maker, one of my favorite songs, off the record, Heavy Crown by Last in Line, featuring Vivian Campbell, Jimmy Bain, Vinny Apice, Claude Chanel was was a part of it. Uh, at one point, he's no longer a part of the the band. And uh, singing Andrew Freeman. Here it is, Star Maker by Last in Line.
That was Star Maker from Last in Line, the great band featuring some of the classic Dio members, including Vivian Campbell and Vinnie Appice and the late, great Jimmy Bain. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to mention real quick that last night, John, I went to uh, Rick Allen's art exhibit in Short Hills, New Jersey, and uh, great to see Rick, and, and what a talented artist he is. I, I just want a little complaint here. They put on the, the Def Leppard Facebook page that any of the fans who came by could probably get to meet him and get a selfie with him and possibly an autograph. But when you got there, the only people that were allowed to really go up and talk to him were people that were spending at minimum $500 on a piece of art uh, at maximum uh, $5,000. And I, it's funny because I, I, his people actually recognized me, which I was surprised and came out and I was talking with them. And this was not their doing. It was the galleries doing. They they really, I think, felt bad that Rick was not able to spend much time with, with fans who couldn't afford a piece of art. Um, but yeah, the gallery basically uh, said, hey, if you're not buying a piece of art, you don't get to uh, talk to him. And it was almost like a meet and greet, you know, yeah. like, like, I feel like, like there were fans that were 
buying art. Yeah, I'm sure they may have liked the art, but uh, it seemed like there were people that were just uh, buying art so they could sit down and talk with them for a while. But uh, right. yeah, uh, great artists. Yeah. Art, but they were saying, hey, look, what's the cheapest piece of art? I'm going to buy that just so I can go up and say hi to Rick Allen. Yeah, and I just wish the Def Leppard people uh, would have been on the same page as the gallery people because uh, there was a lot of people who waited around for hours and hours and never got to... Uh, really uh meet rick or or say hi to him um so that's that i just wanted to mention it yeah i've been to that gallery and i know that uh, we've been together in that yeah rick's done an exhibit there before i know stanley paul stanley's done an exhibit there and uh yeah so they get they get celebrities here and there uh to come in and do exhibits the west Westford Gallery West, or something? Wentworth. I think Wentworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, before we wrap things up, John, what else is going on with okay. you? I know Ace is starting a tour, right? Yeah, yeah. Ace is starting a tour uh, next Friday night in Houston, Texas at the Scout Bar, which is a place that I've been at once. It's a really great rock and roll vibe, Mark. You would love it because oh, it's, cool. it's the kind of rock, what we would call a rock club, All like right. a cool bar Similar to like the Channel or uh, trying to think of the ones in New York, not Manhattan, because it reminds me more of like when we would go to a club outside of Manhattan, but kind of like the Channel or we've we've went to a couple of places in Philly, me and you, uh, maybe Asbury Park, that kind of a vibe. It's very right. cool. And uh, so he's starting out Scout Bar next night, San Antonio, Texas. A place called Fitzgerald's. The Sunday after that, which is uh, a week from today, we will be at the Bomb Factory in Dallas, Texas. And uh, it's nice. so funny because I'm doing all these emails and I and I'm searching all these things and I keep typing Bomb Factory and I'm worried that the uh, government is going to think I'm a terrorist or something. Right? Like that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> so worry about it. Yeah. Googling Bomb Factory Dallas and you know all that stuff. <laughs> So, nice and big news that Paul's singing a song on the record. Yeah, amazing yeah. news! I, yeah, I forgot that we haven't announced that yet. Yeah, we yeah. about that. Yet. Yeah. So here's the deal, guys. Paul Stanley is going to sing the track "Fire and Water" on the album "Origins Volume One" by Ace Frehley. And wow, it's gonna be great! I can't wait it's to hear that. Huge thing. Um, it's uh, going to be great. The track sounds great. And, and you know what? It, it, it just as a fan who who gets so sick of hearing negative stuff in the press between the Kiss guys, I, I saw a little clip of Paul like the day after that was announced. He was doing some radio show where he was just like, "Yeah, he's called me up," and and he like like spoke fondly about the old times, and and uh, it, it's just it's just nice to hear them kind of. Uh, not go at each other. And I do think that a lot of times the press do egg that on, or at least when, when something is mentioned, they focus more on that than anything positive that is, that is said. It's, it's totally true. And you know what, Mark, just the fact that we do what we do. Sometimes I see headlines from interviews, podcasts, and, and it could be like one minor thing. Somebody says, that is slightly negative and that will become the headline. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and sometimes that, that helps, you know, something sell, uh, whether it be getting people to listen to the podcast or getting people to buy a magazine. But, but it's really true. I mean, one of the things I think was cool about talking metal and still is cool about talking metal is that we're, you know, we want to bring everybody the latest cool news if we have it. But 
we don't want to completely sensationalize everything that's been told to us. And I think that's one of the reasons that people still like to hang out with us. Yeah. Because I, we don't do that. I, I agree. Definitely. And, and, uh, the the people that hang out to us are so great, and I, I wanted to just, uh, when I say hang out with us, I'm talking about you guys, the listeners, and that reminds me, I've been meaning to just uh, mention somebody who was very uh, generous and sent us a PayPal donation, uh, John, his name is John, too, uh, John Chandler, and John, just a big thanks for doing that, and he was asking if we could play death or glory off of iron maidens uh, the book of souls record and of course we're going to do that today john as we uh wrap up the podcast i, I wanted to do maybe a twofer to wrap up the podcast uh, we did that twofer thing now twofer is from two for tuesday they used to abbreviate it on fm radio and say it's a twofer did they did you ever hear that word yeah, i've heard of that yeah. i've heard of it Yes, yeah, John. John, thank you, uh, John Chandler. Thank you again for that donation. Uh, yeah, twofer. Yeah. yeah, John's over in the UK, so his fellow Brits. We're going to hear the Drifter off of Killers from 1981, followed by Death or Glory off the latest Iron Maiden 2015 release, Book of Souls, the Book of Souls, and uh, then we'll come back and wrap things up here on Talking Metal.
just heard was a twofer of iron maiden john thanks so much for joining us here today and talking metal with us yeah thank you and uh thank you to the listeners and you too mark uh mark i i want to play one more song i know that oh yeah it's gonna make it late no it's a long podcast no it's not that bad there's something i want to talk about and um a really cool thing and it ties into what we were talking about earlier 
Vivian Campbell. Right. I've been thinking and listening to a lot of White Snake this week. That's right. Yeah, I saw Vivian play with White Snake. You may have been with me, actually. Yeah. Were yeah, you? I think it, we were in uh, Mass, like Worcester, Mass. I think. Right. No, I I saw him in in Providence. Providence. Yeah. You. Yeah, okay. Were you with me? I'm trying to. I know yeah. Rob was with me. Right. There were. Here's the deal. There were. There was great white night. opened. There was a week where Kiss and White Snake were both on tour at the same time in the Providence Mass area, and there were. And between me, you, and Rob, we all went to the gigs. But there was, I saw White Snake one night and Kiss maybe two nights, and some people saw White Snake I think two nights. So I may or may not have been at that gig, but I definitely saw White Snake at least one of those nights. Right. Okay. And I think Rob saw them two nights, and and it was the opposite. So okay. I think Rob saw White Snake two nights and Kiss one night, and I saw Kiss two nights and White Snake one night. All right. But anyway. So here's the deal. I've been thinking about Whitesnake, and I've been doing all this miscellaneous Whitesnake research for no reason other than that I think Whitesnake, uh, with the various different lineups, were all great. So one of the things I came across, and this is not the song that I want to play, but one of the things I, I came across was I started to dig even deeper. And, and so for all the people that are our age, Mark, right. they'll know all this stuff. But maybe some of you younger guys might not know this. And, uh, I mean, you'll know, of course, if you follow the history of the members, uh, what bands they were in and, and everything. But there's a very cool video that I want to point people to on YouTube. And if you type in Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water, HD 1974, live in California, you'll find a, a a YouTube clip. There's some other stuff from the California Jam 1974, which is Richie Blackmore, David Coverdale, Glenn Hughes, John Lord, and Ian Pace. Uh, and it's killer. It's amazing. And both David Coverdale uh, and Glenn Hughes sing lead vocals in the song. And it's really cool because wow, I mean, you're, seeing see a lead, you're seeing a lead singer sing vocals, and then you're seeing the bassist sing vocals. And, and uh, as you guys know, I, I've... Uh, you know, I know Glenn a little bit, and he's been super cool to me. And he hits some insane notes, and he's just so cool. But I also think David is, is just such a great singer. And and that brings me to the song that I want to play. In early high school, I would call that middle school to some of you guys, I did a recital, and the song that I played was Love Ain't No Stranger. Nice. Yeah, great one. a great song? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, let's do that. I, I think we should play it. And there's some great clips, too. There's there's a MTV HD clip. I don't know if it's like, you know, US MTV or some other MTV, but there's a really cool uh, clip. It features Doug Aldrich on guitar, which, believe it or not, the first selfie I ever was part of was Doug Aldrich took it with his iPhone. No. That was even the first iPhone I've even ever seen was Doug Aldrich's iPhone. And uh, that was when uh, he was on Talking Metal years ago. And um, we were hanging at some hotel in Manhattan. And uh, anyway, that, that's a great video. Uh, and then there's, there's just several other ones. And you know what's, I think, kind of funny is that David Coverdale would have different guys in Whitesnake, and they would play Les Pauls, and they would have long 
blonde hair. <laughs> so there was John Sykes. Then there was yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't even know uh, Adrian Vandenberg. I don't know what guitar he played, but I he used. I I would think he used to play like Strat style bodies, but like maybe like a Jackson or Kramer or one yeah. of his other brands, ESP. But but then uh, Doug Aldrich, long blonde hair, played uh, a Les Paul and White Snake. Um, Joel Holkstra, uh, yeah. great great musician, uh, plays a Les Paul. And I'm trying to think if there's any uh, John, of course John Sykes. Um, not sure if I'm missing anybody. But Any long-haired players, yeah, blonde. Always players, had yeah. blonde, long hair. Yeah, it's a good observation. Yeah, good observation. And cool. you know who's also in the band? Uh, Drea De Mateo's husband. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did hear that. I did hear that. Cool. Uh, it's just such a great band. And absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Always loved them. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people always think of, you know, Here I Go Again or something, which is a great song. I like that song, but there's so much more to Whitesnake than than just that song, um, you know, and, and just a great hard rock and band with with big blues riffs, which is just such a such a awesome thing. And, you know, really an offshoot of Deep Purple, because when you look back at the early days, you know, even John John Lord was involved. And, you know, um, I'm trying to think of Ian Pace, I think, played on some yeah. of those early ones. So so definitely an offshoot of Deep Purple and an awesome band. And let's let's end with that song here today. And I just want to say, uh, the bass player of Whitesnake I was referring to was Michael Devon. Cool. Well, here we go. Not just Dre DiMatteo's husband. He's a, he's a great guy, and uh, he's a cool bass player, and he's in Whitesnake. And you got to be good. And believe me, I think David Coverdale knows who is good and who is not good. And he just puts a great band together, and he's great. So let's hear Love Ain't No Stranger by Whitesnake. Cool. Thanks, guys. PayPal donations you can do on TalkingMetal.com, and please use those Amazon links. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. Who knows where the cold wind blows? I ask my friends, but nobody knows. Who am I to believe in love? Oh, love ain't no stranger. I looked around, what did I see? Broken hearted people staring at me All searching cause they still believe
Love